0: Well, it's been a day. It's been a day. It's Tuesday. We are in we are firmly in the unapologetic. We're just here. you get in the sort of the raw you know, this is why they're late. they're coming later um, uh, at, at the moment because you're just getting them as they as they happen these episodes. But yeah, it's been wee been a day for- your-old boy well not really for me but for those I love it's been a day but' enough of this wallowing in hypocrisy um I have to tell a cat off he's uh so I, I got in uh, from having a day and you know helping other people who are having a day <laughs> and said a brief hello to the two other to my housemates who are Roscoe and Bailey my cats Sat on the sofa for a, about two, three minutes, and then thought, "Right, it's time to get up and uh, speak to the nation." <laughs> um, came in here uh, into into the studio, and immediately Roscoe started yipping and complaining. And it's like, dude, I've just, I, I, I've just gone from one room to another. That's all that's happened. He doesn't like me being in this room very much. He never has. He doesn't like it when I'm in here, certainly after a certain amount of time, he just doesn't like it. And it's like, well, this is where this is, I mean, this specifically is not how daddy pays for your food, but you know, some other time it's sort of nominally where daddy pays for your food. So there's that. Welcome to uh, to the Lighthouse. I hope that your uh, Tuesday, as, as we have it now, uh, is going well, or as you might have it another day entirely this is so I'm we'll talk a bit about safety today but this is very much and then we're going to do a, I'm going to do a personality quiz because you know that's a that's a seam we can mine here together uh, and just spend a bit of time it's not an original idea but hey that's not what we're here for uh, so i i this is a this is just a this is a safe place this is a bouncy kind of place <laughs> um It's a place for soft landings and uh, a place for open arms and for you've always been welcome here, for walking in and going and everybody, where everybody knows your name, but everybody cheers your name and there's a drink ready for you. Like, that's what this place is. And so you're highly, I mean, like I said, you've always been welcome here. You continue to be welcome here. This is your home. You are home. Hi. <laughs> I'm Mark. I'm, I'm the dude behind the bar, I guess. And I think that gives us a, a moment to check in with ourselves and see how we're feeling. I haven't had much time to check in because I've been sort of helping people who are having a day. Being, being, you know, being, being around for people who are having a day. So that's sort of, that's sort of it, really. My feet haven't—not <clears throat> that my feet haven't touched the ground, but I, I mean, I haven't been home. I haven't been sort of, you know, I haven't done a lot of what we might say productivity today. Although I did write some stuff on the train. Or, <clears throat> interestingly enough, my—well, my, maybe we'll talk about this in a bit as well. My my train station was evacuated today. Um, so I'm feeling. Unchecked in with <laughs> um, but as you take a moment to ask yourself and ask your body what it what it has to say to you today, then uh, I'll do the same. I feel appropriately and sort of stably weighted. There is weight. You know, it's not all lightness. There is a weight there, but it feels stable. And things are holding and holding quite well. So that's what that's what I think is uh, is is making itself known to me today. So yeah, my uh, Birmingham city centre New Street train station got evacuated today. I uh, I was making my way from a breakfast place where I failed to write a blog post to I uh, got on the bus and got to the train station and bought a ticket. And got down to the platform and I had like 20 minutes to kill. Which then subsequently got killed by um, something along the lines of some sort of noise. And then this is a staff staff announcement, code 100 or something like that. And it kept saying that. This is a staff announcement, code 100. So of course I googled that and it's like, yeah, that's what you say when there's emergency. You know, Mr. Sands to the theatre, you know. Box office, or whatever they they would say when there's a a fire in a uh, in a th- in a theater. It went on for a little bit, and then after like a minute, it was then, yeah. Um, please, you know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is an emergency. Please leave the station, and and that was that was it. And so it just kept blaring that with sirens, and uh, yeah, and and everybody leapt to their feet. Did they? Did they, echo Like, no, 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 no. Uh, I got up and sort of looked around. As like, no one's really moving. This isn't that common. It's on. A, it's at an odd time. I'd be surprised if it were a drill. I mean, maybe, but I don't. I don't know that you drill that kind of stuff. But as someone pointed out on Twitter, you know, ahead of the Commonwealth Games, who knows? Feels like I don't know that you drill that kind of stuff. With that many people who were trying to move around a city, I don't know. <sniffs> uh, so uh, there it is. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and then at some point, train staff were like, "Yeah, please, everybody, please leave." Uh, at which point, I was already on my way to the escalator. Go up. They're starting to close stuff off, but they've got the the main doors open and out we file. And uh, I don't know after about. <laughs> About fifteen twenty minutes they start they let the staff in and it's like staff only please and there's just this like thronging push to get to the to get in like it's it's the same thing with boarding planes and like what is this this need? This rush, that the, the, this weird herd mentality, and I'm just standing there going, I don't, and I feel some of that as well. Like as everybody starts moving, you sort of feel like you have to move with them, but it's like, well, no one's going anywhere yet. We're not, we're not being let in. Let's let's all just, let's all just chill, you know. Um, I just got a very. <laughs> I just got very a um confusing text that looks like code. I was I'm not just being rude. I was waiting for uh a, a, an important text. Just a, you know, a check-in in, a checking in text. And it's <laughs> it's obviously it's obviously a typo, but I have no idea what Imagine what the tuner is is what is what i what I've is the second part of the text is imagine what the tuner w-a-d the tuner um so yeah we'll find out what that means in a bit but yeah in the end it just, turns out it was someone pulled the fire alarm um i got you know i got back to, down to my platform the train was waiting there because of course it was um uh, got on the train and, and and off we went and and then sort of got halfway through successfully writing a blog post, which is good. And I might even publish that one this week because uh, it's about how y- we can use misophenia and oh, I can't remember the other one, uh, but it's the the acuteness of, uh, of being being affected by sort of sudden loud noises, hyper or 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 t- or, stic- or something anyway. Uh, so I might have, I might have that done by tomorrow, which would be nice. So, and then, then sort of, you know, more, more things about the day. Um, but yeah, no, was, uh, so that's, that's sort of what's happened there. But yesterday I was watching, um, the very lovely television, television program trying, I'd avoided this for a while because it was like, ah, I'm sure it's heartwarming AF, but I don't really want to watch something about a happy couple uh, trying to have kids. Like, I just, I just, I just, I'm not in the space for that. Uh, but for whatever reason, I got out of that space and, uh, or got into their space. And it is lovely. It's a lovely show. Um, my My particular thing with one of the so one of the the lead actors uh the the man in the relationship is uh played by Rafe Spall who it's perhaps unfair uh but he to me has the demeanor of someone like it's it's hard to cheer for him he's he plays it well he's a he's a good guy he's a good egg uh, he's a good London lad. And he plays that well. But it's hard to root for someone when you get the sense that their only real uh, adversity in life was not getting picked for the role of Hamlet. Like, he just, you know, in his whatever production at yeah, the RSC or wherever, like, it wouldn't be the RSC necessarily, but like. I don't know, there's just something I don't buy him necessarily as a super sympathetic character. That said, there was a lovely moment in this uh, episode. Spoilers if you are not... Well, actually, yeah. Spoilers if you haven't seen the second season of Trying. I think there's already two. This is the third. So, spoilers if you haven't seen it and you intend to. Um. So spoiler horn spoiler horn has gone off. There you go. I used that to uh mask a yawn. Did it work? <laughs> um so yeah. Uh, <laughs> um <laughs> my train of thought went through a tunnel and I lost reception. Um It was this lovely moment in the, the third first episode second episode of the third season where they've got these two kids and they're shipping them off to school for the first day first day back at school and the youngest lad who's can't bear to be away from his sister and the sister can't be, bear to be away from from the youngest brother um and they've not been with these new adoptive parents for long and but they've obviously there's a there's it would look though maybe there's a bond building and it's in some ways i hope that they explore the fact that you know if, for for anyone who's ever done fostering they know that that can happen pretty quickly but it's not always the healthiest bond that gets that gets you know kids can bond kids who are used to being in care um can form, can attach very quickly because they're used to it. Uh, they're used to having to find these new parental attachments and and trust in them and, uh, you know, and kind of latch on. So that's not necessarily, I think I, my understanding is, and I have some uh, experience having witnessed that, that's not necessarily uh, that unusual. But I hope that they explore, and I, as I say, episode two is the only one I've seen so far, but I hope they explore You know, the fact that it's not all roses. Uh, But this is adoption rather than fostering, which is a whole different thing. Anyway, there's a lovely moment right at the beginning of the episode where Rafe Spall, the dad, draws, he takes a felt tip and draws a little circle on his uh, soon-to-be, hopefully, son's hand, in the, the palm of his hand, the inside of his hand and says, this circle is your safe place. And you can, however, oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Because this really, this really touches me in a very deep place. Um, Because I've held thoughts like this as a kid. And so it means a lot. And I, I, I held them myself. I wasn't told this. Not because my parents didn't create a safe environment, because they absolutely did. One of complete safety, um, but you know this is for TV, so of course it gets turned up to eleven. But it was lovely. That you know, the, the drawing on the hand. Um, this this is a place of you know, however bad it gets at school, however sad you feel, however alone you feel, however bad it is, remember that you can always come back to this this and and so he, you know in the he draws little dots or whatever for. For him and his sister and for his um for his partner and him. And and I think he draws one on his on his hand as well. That on, you know, Rafe draws one on his hand as well, I think. Um and it's just it was a beautiful articulation of that feeling of safety. Because that is something that I can I think I think we can all hold as dear is the idea to be able to return to somewhere, or, just go, or go to somewhere that is safe, and preferably for that to be a real place, not just one that is that is in our mind. And it really got me thinking about I don't know, just. I was thinking in terms of like a safe zone in the, in the zombie apocalypse and the idea of the whole world is crumbling and is confusing and it's chaotic and violent and dangerous, but there is a place here where it's just this, you know, it's, it's just, it's, there's that place of safety. And that has so much meaning and, and this idea, you know, it's you don't need to be here forever, but you can stay as long as you like. You know, I I, I hope you're not here forever, but you can stay as long as you like, you know, that I, I I feel in many ways. That's what we have here. Is I hope you don't need this forever. Just because. You know, I hope that there is company that is more tangible to you. You can stay as long as you like. And the thought also of when you are in tough times. To have because sometimes that can be in certain routines. I remember uh, during uh, peak pando. I was I I got into certain routines, certain TV shows I'd watch. Uh near the beginning it was Money Heist and then Modern Family. And I'd watch maybe one or two Money Heists a night in bed. And that became the, not f- not like family, but there was an association of today. You know, today's feeling a bit difficult. Ah, oh, you know what's lovely is I know that come you know whatever nine o'clock, I'm going to be in my bed and going to be watching Money Heist, and seeing the faces of the of, of the people uh, on the show, and going, yeah, I get to spend time in that world again. And and then it you know became the same with with Modern Family. Uh, that would just be a you know uh, sitcom that I'd sit and eat with my tea, you know, because you can you can mainline that that stuff. Uh, the 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 classic twenty two minute sitcom. They just they are just like popcorn. Um, but again, that sort of same idea of just feeling it's it's not just looking forward to something. It's something. There's something else to it. There's something more meaningful there as a a cherishing there and i remember as a kid being in a maths class and i hated maths and i was terrible at it and i hated it and i was terrible and i hated it and i remember being in year ooh i don't know i think i had th- i think i had the same maths teacher for 3 years in secondary school which was not yeah i don't know if it was that unusual anyway whatever year it was in, and remembering, as I was sort of bored and also annoyed and frustrated and felt dumb, um, and, you know, I just, I didn't have a great time at school anyway, but remembering, ah, oh, you know what, none of that matters because I'm going camping tonight. Um, that's, that's, a memory. I, I can't remember why we would have gone, but I'm sure we would get, we were going camping, uh, and leaving that night. And it's just, it's, it's such a, it's such a lovely thing to be able to go, ah, you know what, no matter what. And I think the same can happen if you're going to see a, a particular friend, um, or, a, or a loved one. when you're When you're in a moment right then that that's just frustrating or difficult or is making you sad or whatever to go just for a second to go, yeah, but in a bit, I get to go you know I'm going to the cinema with with my friend, and it sounds so basic and rudimentary but there's 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 something in that and and this idea again of of returning of coming back to to a place of safety to a place of and um, you know what what does, what does safety really mean there's a containment there but it's in, it's it's being contained by your own at your own volition at your own free will it's again it's i hope you don't need i hope you won't stay forever but you can stay as long as you like um, in in and meant in the most loving way possible. Not like I hope you don't, but you can stay. It's like like no, as of you know, you, you you get it already. Like you you know what I mean. But yeah, there's something about safety being, I think, about containment and about putting up some sort of wall but it's a place to gather strength it's not necessarily a place to cower in it might be a place to retreat to but you retreat to to gather your strength to build up forces I started to get that sense you know, I, I um I left my co-working office the week our Prime Minister we here we had a sort of half lockdown thing before the actual full lockdown where our Prime Minister addressed the nation and basically said, Please don't go out. Like, please. It'd be great if you didn't. Um and I can't remember if that if that was the week that I did go out to a thing or I I heeded the advice, um, but anyway that month I think I think I think I might have gone out later in the week, but that Monday I moved out of my co working office completely coincidentally for it was for other reasons, and I came back here and I've been working here ever since. So for the last you know two years, and so this is a place of, of safety to me. And I think I've talked before about those moments when I felt the walls or the ceiling. I, like I, I almost saw the ceiling just looked so low and it really did feel crushing and, and sort of um, intimidating. Intimidating scary. And at that point I said, okay, no, because we had a deal. I was not, you know, I talked before about baking emotions into the walls. I'm not going to do that here. You know, my last place had a lot of, a lot of that. I'm not going to do that here. Um, I mean, there's been sadder times here than in my last place, but that's been appropriate sadness and, and, you know, all the rest of it. Um, so This place has ended up being a source of state uh, safety. I've been able to preserve it as that, and so there have been times when it's like, you know, what I just, I, I just can't wait to get home, just to be home, to be back in the sanctum sanctorum, you know, to be back in the what is it, whatever of solitude. Um, yeah, just to be back in the in the safe space. And yes, there are. We have to manage that. We have to manage that correctly and carefully so that we don't just... We, so that we don't branch out... Oh, sorry, so that we don't prevent ourselves from branching out. We have to make sure that we do. But that's why I like... And that's when I work with people, I like creating a space of safety, that a nest that they feel comfortable to fly from. Um, And this feeling that they don't necessarily have to start flying too far from it. Or knowing that if they do fall, they've got a soft landing. And they won't fall from very far. You can do great things if you start from that place of, of safety. You can take these great leaps. Knowing that the ground isn't gonna um bounce you off it and and you know and and crack and crack you all up um and you know there are certain ways we can do that certain ways we can't you know it's if you look at business that's what risk is and there's you know there's there's a whole world of that, and I take on a certain amount of risk that I'm comfortable with that I can live with let's say. I take I take on amount an amount of risk that I'm prepared to live with as a consequence of having autonomy, of um, of being able to, to to play and and explore and change and evolve and learn and be and do new things. You know, and I take the risks involved in that and, and that's the trade off I'm prepared to make. Not always, it's not always an easy trade-off, but it's, for now that's the trade-off that I'm making, is I'm working towards something. But there's the other type of safety, or the other type of, uh, of, 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 of work that involves risk, and it's the risk to oneself, and that's the area where I come in and where, and where safety absolutely plays a massive part and yeah it is it is something i think about a lot turns out and when when that that i mean the, the whole episode of this of this show do check it out it's on apple tv plus uh you can usually get a free trial for a month or if you've recently bought an apple device most qualifying devices give you like a year of of the service it's actually not um extortionate um it's it's really reasonable and they've actually got a lot of good stuff um they're using the fact that they've got more money than God to to mean that they can make some pretty some pretty expensive shows and some not so much but you know some pretty expensive shows uh and they're putting out a lot of good shows and and they they're not charging the earth for it because they've got more money than God um but it's a, yeah it, it, that that whole storyline with with the boy and and then what what happens later in the episode is it's a it's just it's the beautifulest thing it's what you want in every kind of wholesome kind of show it's like you know like a This Is Us but but just you know not quite as it's not necessarily aiming to be quite as real it is aiming to be cuddlier than This Is Us and perhaps a. A more sweet flavor um than the salted caramel of this is us it is just going for you know toffee um but it does it very well and uh, and I like it and uh, no no um clue as to the meaning of the text, wad the tuna, so yeah we we'll, uh will that will have to remain for now. A mystery, and uh, we haven't got. We'll we'll have to put the um, the personality test on the back burner uh, with the uh, with programming jokes. as something that we will we will do another day. I thank you for spending the last uh, half an hour with your boy. I've got notes here of things that I was going to talk about for today. Um, in fact, that was pretty much what I was going to talk about. I'm just looking at them now. So, No, we're pretty, we're pretty good. I want to talk about that. And, and also there was a lyric um, from, the, from a song in this episode that I think I'm only vaguely paraphrasing as, my love is a place you can always call home. It's a nice thought, isn't it? So with that, hopefully warm thought in your heart. Let us uh I so the other thing is there's there's this whole like I can't remember Anya did tell me and I'd heard about it before Sunday service or whatever it's called. Um this this sort of and you know uh Pen Gillette has done a similar thing for years of creating his Sunday school of places that are congregations, way that, ways that we can congregate, but from a secular point of view. I don't like that, I don't love the fact that we have the word secular, that we need the word secular to exist because that's the default. Anyway, that's a discussion for another day. Um, but yes, I, I, and I, you know, it, it does not uh, ping, oh, have we got, have we got a, no, we haven't. Damn. <laughs> um, I, I thought I thought we were going to get confirmation on what uh, what what the tuna meant, but uh, we haven't. <laughs> it's not lost on me the the idea that these are kind of kind of sermons, and there is a ritual involved. There is almost a prayer, you know. Um, there is a sitting up and, and standing, you know, standing up and sitting down kind of thing that we do. And also with you, um, you know, we lift up our hearts. There is, <laughs> I, yes, I, was a, I, was, I am a lapsed Catholic, what a surprise. Um, much like the reformed smoker, the lapsed Catholic is, is perhaps the worst kind of, uh, of Catholic. Um, but yes, it is not lost on me that there is a cadence, a valence to, uh, to the proceedings. And I'm very cool with that. Very cool with that. So, with that in mind, let me remind you, in case you do need reminding, that as long as you can hear me, you exist. And because you exist, you are entitled to love and to be free from pain. You are connected, you are wanted. You are welcome.